Your Fantasy Football League podcast. This is JC. And Corey. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in here. This is going to be one of the more anticipated episodes, I think. It's going to be our rankings podcast. So what we're going to do is the next few weeks, we're probably going to do rankings for different positions. This week, though, is probably one of the more important ones. It's going to be running backs. So it's going to be fun. Me and Corey are going to get into... Like a fist fight here over some of these guys. Definitely. <laughs> and, um, we'd love to hear you guys' thoughts about all of these rankings as well. But before we start off with the rankings, let's talk about what's new in our fantasy football leagues. Yes, yeah, so let's get into some league news. We're going to go ahead and get started with our league news, as mentioned. So first, I want to discuss the draft times for each league. So first, we have Tronix versus SEU. This draft is on Thursday, August 16th at 8 p.m. Then we have Fake for Now. Is, I don't even know what I named. <laughs> why did you for, name it that? I think it's, this is when we were switching from ESPN to Yahoo, and I made that league, and I was like, this will be fake for now until it's, like, real. Just leave it now. And now it's just, yeah, so, so fake for now is Saturday, August 18th at 8 p.m. The SEU Auction League that we have is Wednesday, August 22nd at 9 p.m. A little late night draft action there. <laughs> yes. This draft's going to be about four hours long. It's an oh auction week. Oh, gosh, I forgot about that. Everyone's going to be up till 1 o'clock in the morning. And then we have the uh, probably my favorite league. I yeah. think SEU, I think the Tronics SEU one's going to be good it's too. Be but uh, Fantasy Football's Finest drafting on Sunday, August 26th at 6.15 p.m. I don't know why I picked that time. Yeah, that's a decent time. I think we're going to do, we just discussed this, I think we're going to do a live show. We'll try. Yeah. That'd be fun. We're, we're gonna try. Yeah. If it's bad, just forget you ever heard us say this. Right. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, and then we wanted to address uh, something else. So in the fantasy football's finest, the keeper deadline was on Sunday at 1 p.m. You sent out numerous reminders I mean, to like set your keepers. Five. Yeah. So uh, who other who other than Jet would forget to set their keepers? Of course, it was Jet. And end up dropping DeAndre Hopkins and Jarek McKinnon. So, oh. how do you feel about that? Well, he deserves it. <laughs> I agree with everything that's happened between us. <laughs> exactly. He definitely deserves it. And he it. knows. He said it himself. I'm an idiot. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. So, I don't even feel bad. I don't. Uh, and he actually is, has a pretty good attitude about it. Yeah. He, I thought he was going to come to me and be like, hey, come on, bro. Like, yeah. Help me out. And me just feeling bad, I would have been like, oh, fine. But, no, he, was, he owned up to it. Now... The way the draft works, he's probably going to end up with definitely probably Hopkins and maybe McKinnon. So yeah, unless you grab him. But it, yeah, yeah, he may end up just getting those guys back anyway. Yeah, so it's fine. But, I mean, I had to remind you the other day. I yeah. had to remind George like yeah. ten times. And then you sent out the – well, it was a Friday. You sent out that group text. text exactly. So, so. Hey, keep release, man. If you don't keep up with this stuff, you're literally going to lose out on players. Yeah, so, so very important. All right, that's the news, guys. So make sure you uh, mark down the dates on your calendars. I'm trying to figure out where we're going for the uh, fake for now league. Maybe like Buffalo Wild Wings That'd or something. Yeah, yeah trying to figure something out. So – 
We'll look into that. Keep you guys updated. No advertising. You're, they're no. not paying us for this. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. But Buffalo Wild Wings, if you want to, you can. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We will, so we're very available. I said I'm not advertising for them. <laughs> we'll find some wing place to go to, and we'll go that way. But maybe Gators. Who knows? We're a little cater. I like Gators, yeah. You don't like Gators? I do. Like okay, it, yeah. cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, guys, that's the news. Before we officially get started with our rankings, I wanted to give you guys the top 10 rankings from last year before preseason and then give you at the end of the year who the top 10 actually were. Mm. Um, So just to give you an idea, if you guys totally disagree with who myself or JC has in the top 10, things rarely turn out how you expect them to turn out. Even these rankings here, there are going to be guys that are, you know, outside the top 20 that make it to number you know then number 10 yeah so before preseason last year here's uh one through ten david johnson Le'Veon bell melvin gordon zeke elliott lashawn mccoy jordan howard jay ajayi devonta freeman todd Gurley, and leonard fournette in that order wow yeah so after you know at the end of the season we have Gurley at number one from number nine we have bell who's still at number two we have some guy named Alvin Kamara. Came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere, number three. Some guy named Kareem Hunt Jeez. at number four. Melvin Gordon ended up being number five from the three spot. Then you have Mark Ingram. Crazy. So you have two Saints running backs in the top ten. LaShawn McCoy was still projecting the top ten. Carlos Hyde That's ended up being in there. Shocker. That's PPR, so uh, keep in mind the receptions make a huge difference. Uh, He's on the Browns now, so uh, for Carlos Hyde to be in the top 10. Not going to repeat. But does that make you now rethink your Jarek McKinnon rankings? Maybe. Yeah. Like now that I'm thinking about it, maybe now, are you going to be in top 10. Like after you're going to switch that, it up maybe. here in the middle of the show. Maybe. And then uh, Leonard Fournette, he wasn't too far off. He was ranked 10. He's at 9 here. And then Christian McCaffrey. So there are one, two, three, four rookies Crazy. in the top 10. And I think that's why everyone's so hyped on this rookie class because mm-hmm. it happened last year. Yeah. And it could. It could happen again, sure. Yeah. So that's just a, the, you know, what it looked like the beginning of the season. So now we're going to go ahead and get started with who we have ranked as our top 10. We do have a list of up to 40, but JC, who do you have in your top 10? Okay. So I'll just run through in it real order, quick. Yeah. In order, my top 10. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott. Uh, Are you kidding <laughs> me right now? This is a phone call? All right, go on. Sorry. <laughs> David, I'll call you back. Uh, where am I? Zeke third, David Johnson fourth, uh, Alvin Kamara fifth, Saquon Barkley sixth, Melvin Gordon seventh, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, and Jordan Howard round out my top Ooh. ten. Awesome. All right. So for me, there are differences. So uh, me and you both have Todd Gurley and Le'Veon Bell in the top two, but flipped. So I have Todd Gurley, Lev Bell, David Johnson, Mm. Zeke Elliott, Melvin Gordon at five, Mm. Alvin Kamara at six, Dalvin Cook at seven, Leonard Fournette at eight. Kareem Hunt nine and Saquon Barkley at wow. ten. So and we'll go into some of our other picks later, but we're we're not too far off no, on many yeah. of those. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of pick a few um, and just kind of discuss. So I'll start. Yeah, go ahead. I 
doing my rankings, this stuff is hard. This it is, is actually it's harder than you think. I started off with Dalvin Cook at like number eight, mm-hmm. and then he just kept moving down and down and down, and now he's at eleven for so me. So outside the top ten. Outside the top ten, and I'm thinking about moving Jerick McKinnon up. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Which will move Cook down for you. Again. Right. So why? So I'll give you. I'll give you why I think. I'm kind of hesitant on, on Cook. Cook. Okay. As you know, a, a top ten running back. The mm-hmm. talent is obviously there. He started off the year very well. I mean, there's no doubt that he's going to be a good player in this offense. Um, when you're in the top ten, every little thing matters because obviously all these guys are all studs. So like something little that I thought might make a big difference is actually Latavius Murray. Mm-hmm. Like I think. Him being a part of the backfield um, and him having pretty much a stranglehold on the goal line carries is going to take away from Dalvin's touchdown opportunity. Um, and usually if you're in the top 10, you got to be in the double digits and touchdowns, like at least 10, 11, or 12. And I just think that's the biggest thing. Obviously, there's the injury situation. I'm not, uh, I'm not too worried about that, but... Compared to my other guys on the top ten, you know, if I'm if I'm nitpicking, uh, I'm a little worried about Murray. I'm a little worried about um, injury situation um, and things like that. Plus, they have a great offense. They have great wide receivers, which will be getting the ball a lot more. Um, those are just some of the things mm-hmm. that I'm kind of worried about. So I don't have him far off. I have him at eleven. But why do you have him so high? Seven, seven's up there. Yeah. So my so I had some concerns that I have are. Last year was a very small sample size of what he was able to do. Yeah. He's had some sh- shoulder surgeries, ACL tear, and they have like the 28th ranked offensive line. So not great. But they have the third easiest schedule for running backs. Okay. Uh, McKinnon is gone. That's, so it just leaves Latavius Murray. I know there was that concern, but he was there last year too. And I know it's a very small sample size, but Dalvin Cook was on pace for 1,500-plus rushing yards and 400-plus receiving yards. Which is massive. Yeah. So if they can keep him on that pace and if he can stay healthy, I'm there for the upside. Uh, there are obvious concerns there, but if he's able to hit those numbers, I mean, sky's the limit for this guy. So that's why I had him ranked within the top ten. I did see, this is to help your case, Kirk Cousins was number two as far as all quarterbacks in targeting his running backs. Yeah. And now he's there in Minnesota. So, I mean, I could, I, I'm not like... There's some that I'm just like, wow, Corey, you're crazy. But I'm not like that. I'm not saying you're crazy on this one. I could easily see him as number yeah. seven. Yeah. I just, I'd like, I'd rather have, you know, Hunt and Fournette and Jordan Howard. But Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Saquon at number 10, you have him at number six. Yes. Which isn't, again, too far off. And mm-hmm. I really only have two reasons why. Mm-hmm. And it's only because I liked a couple guys more than him. Sure. Um, so at number 10, he is, well, maybe three years. He's a rookie, so there's that. Mm-hmm. You know, the pace of the game. Uh, he has the 31st easiest schedule, which sounds weird, the second hardest mm-hmm. schedule for running backs. And he has the 25th ranked offensive line. So a hard schedule and not the best offensive line. Um, but if he can create his own holes and and things like that maybe mm-hmm. i mean i have him in the top 10 so it's not like i'm right. having like 15 or anything right uh, but those are just some of the concerns and why i had to put him down a little bit lower yeah and so to me the comparison um when when you're looking at saquon and you're looking at guys that are already in the league who does he compare to the most to me it's david johnson mm-hmm. um 
and it, and it correlates to not only like the type of player, but the type of situation that they're in. David Johnson, not on a good team, um, worse than Giants, in my opinion. Uh, a terrible offensive line, and I think they're the 32nd easiest or first hardest schedule. Um, and obviously, we have a track record for David Johnson. Like, he's ended the year as number one before, whereas we're kind of guessing here with Saquon. But I think the receiving, the amount of receiving yards, the amount of receptions are going to propel him easily into the top 10 um he led he led college football he led the ncaa in receiving yards and um yards after catch so he's electric when he gets the ball um out of the backfield as a reception so and his i kind of was reading into his team at penn state they had a terrible offensive line as well they were a good team uh, but they didn't have a good offensive line so he's dealt with some of these things already um and I just I think strictly the receiving yards, the receptions in a full PPR, I think that's what's going to propel him to to the top. No competition. There's no. Yeah. I mean Wayne Gallman. I mean I don't know. There's nobody that I'm worried about um, on that team. Shane Vereen's gone. He was primarily you know your third round third third down back where he would catch passes. So similar to David Johnson, like the situation isn't great, but the talent is there, and I'm and I'm going to believe in that talent. So and even helping your case too. This is why rankings are so hard because like you can say anything to yeah, any can. numbers can help your argument, <laughs> sure. and it really I feel like this comes down to opinion a lot of the time. Sure. Within yeah. any of these things, but um, the volume, like David Johnson gets so many touches, like yeah. that he's a he can create things just because he gets used to the, the you know handling the ball against. Uh, um, a good defense, he can just figure it out. And if Saquon gets those touches, right, there's no reason why he can't be in the top ten. And Pat Shermer was Dalvin Cook's coach last year. Okay. He was on pace for a massive amount of touches. Yeah. So barring any injuries, I mean, again, there's no reason why Saquon – I mean, he's going to be in the top ten with all those things, which mm-hmm. is why I have him there, just not as high as you do. I think we'll move on to the next one here soon. But I think very similar to Melvin Gordon um, – He's a huge threat in the receiving game, mm-hmm. but if you look at his yards per carry, they're they're average. Yeah. But because of the amount of carries plus passes or receptions, like that, easily propels him into the top ten as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, and I and I think Saquon's a much better running back than Definitely. Melvin. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So we we disagree not not too much, mm-hmm. but okay. So moving on. So I'll go next. Yeah. Well, let's do let's do. Are eleven through twenty. Okay, this is where it gets. This one gets dicey. Yeah, a little, no, little dicey here. So I'll go first. So Dalvin Cook kind of already mentioned it. He's eleventh. Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon twelfth. Christian McCaffrey thirteenth. Devontae Freeman fourteenth. Joe Mixon fifteenth. Darius Guy sixteen. Alex Collins seventeen. Jhi eighteen. Dion Lewis nineteen. And Kenyon Drake twentieth. So we, I see some similarities. Yeah, they're very similar. So for me, uh, at 11, I have Jordan Howard, 12, Devontae Freeman, 13, McCaffrey, 14, Mixon, 15, McKinnon, 16, Geis, 17, Carrion Johnson, mm. 18, Ajay, 19, Alex Collins, and 20, Kenyon Drake. Wow. So a lot to kind of tackle here. I have, I, I'm throwing this at you. Uh, we didn't prepare. Yeah. Anyone in this range, or even like out of this range, mm-hmm. do you can you think of anyone in this range that could finish as the number one? 
As the, I would think of... If you could pick one guy. One guy? I want to kind of pick two. Or two. Or two. I could see Jarek McKinnon if he stays healthy. Um, with I think he may be more talented than Carlos Hyde. Yes. Uh, I agree. And Carlos Hyde finished at, like, I think we said seven or eight yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. So if, if he can stay healthy and he can... if. He gets as many touches as we're saying he's going to get. I don't see why he can't be up there. Mm-hmm. And then another guy, maybe Darius Geis. Yeah, man. I, I thought I thought I was the only one, but I'm hearing it seems like everyone's slowly pushing him up their draft. Yeah, board, I mean so. Washington is convinced that he could have been the number one overall pick. Yeah, for um, sure. I maybe they're just talking him up, but to hear that, that's some good news for them. Crazy. Anyways, we'll get into the rankings. Yeah. So right off the bat, I got to ask you, carry on Johnson. Yeah, so why? taking a fire on that one. So uh, why I have him here, uh, the 29th easiest schedule, is that's bad, right? It's like one of the hardest schedules yeah. for running back. Sure. Uh, but they have the number 7th ranked offensive line. Yes. So that helps a little there. He's extremely talented. He's probably the best overall back on the team. You have LeGarrette Blunt, who was just brought in for goal line touches. I don't think he's a threat. Um, touchdowns are the only way that he's really able to get those fantasy points. And last year he had... 25 red zone attempts, two wow. touchdowns. Wow. And that was with a great offensive line. Okay. His best year was in 2016. He had 18 touchdowns which is with the Patriots, never gonna which is again. never going to happen yeah. again. And then his rookie season, I think it was with the Bucks. he had like seven touchdowns and 1,000 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't really been that great. Uh, they brought him in. I th- He also has had 54 catches in nine years. So, so the PPR factor is gone there. Yeah, for sure. Um the Lions have not had a 600-plus yard uh, rushing running back in three years. 600 yards? Yes. They haven't topped 600 no. yards. I think Kieran Johnson could be that guy. I mean, yeah. we've seen some tape of him from training camp. He looks like he is yeah. good. Somebody tweeted out, like, who's that wide receiver on the Lions? Oh, yeah. that's running back, Kieran <laughs> yeah. Johnson. So he definitely looks great. I think, again, like I said, I think he's the best back on the Lions, and I just liked him more than, like, Jay Ajayi, Alex Collins, Kenyon Drake. Sure. Taking a flyer on him, and he's another guy that I can see um, maybe propel up a little further. Yeah, I have him at, at number 30, running back. Um, I actually was on the hype train a little early and was hoping no one was kind of looking at him or talking about him, but the hype is building up now. And I think it's I think it's gone a little too far. He is a rookie. Um, you know, Detroit did trade up to get him, so they definitely believe in him. Uh, I'm not necessarily worried of LeGarrette Blunt or Theo Riddick on their own, but as a whole, um, I am kind of worried as it's going to be a three-headed monster for the first few weeks. And then I think carry on will shine. Um, and then probably towards the end, he'll kind of ball out. Now, that could easily turn into, you know, a top 10. Kamara was nothing for the first couple of weeks. Right. And he could, he turned out to be like the number four or whatever yeah. running back. So I, I could see it. I'm just worried about the schedule. Um, and also, there being two other guys that they like. I mean, they paid LeGarrette Blunt. And they've liked Theo Riddick. And Matt Patricia from the Patriots obviously was with Blunt during his yeah, 2016 true. year with mm-hmm. 18 touchdowns. So maybe he sees something. And last year was a, I mean, the past seven years of him being bad were a fluke, and that he sees like his 18 sure, touchdowns being knows. his his year. Um, but yeah, I also uh, Amir Abdullah is still there, but that dude has not done anything. Yeah, I'm in not those worried three about years, that. How many years he's been there? 
So I don't think he's a threat either. So I'm just I'm shocked that we can move on to your or do you have any I don't know if you had any on my side that you uh had. so I took I took Sony Michelle out of my top forty. You did. Completely. After he, like I get freaked out with injuries. <laughs> and this he hadn't had a procedure to have his knee drained. Which is not it good. said it could be a couple weeks, and then I, I think it turned into a few weeks, and then I, hopefully we'll be ready by the season start. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Sam Bradford have to have his knee drained, and then 16 weeks later, <laughs> he's, he's still out. he's out. Yeah. So it's just something like that where I'm not even going to bother trying to place him anywhere until I hear that he is playing, and then I, sure. I'll redo these rankings a little bit and put him in there. But I'm not even going to bother with it at this point. I put Rex Burke at it like – 29. That so. makes sense. I have Sony Michelle at 32, Rex yeah. Burke at 26. I was like almost mad that Sony Michelle got injured because I've been on the Rex Burke train for the whole like off season. Yeah. Um, not that I don't believe in Sony Michelle, but I, I, I think the opportunity was there for Rex Burkhead. And now it's there even more so, but people are now drafting him. I'm doing a best ball league. On the draft app, someone took him in the third round. Rex oh Burkhead, like that's gosh, too much. That's like, so extreme. And so, like, these are guys like Rex Burkhead. That's a guy I'm targeting in like the sixth or seventh. Right. And there's just like there's just no chance I yeah, get him now. Definitely, definitely going to be in like fifth or whatever. Yeah. But I agree. Like, why rank Sony Michelle right now when we there's just so much unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, he's a rookie. You know, we talked about the fumbling issues. Even Lashawn McCoy. Did I? I don't even think I put McCoy in my top forty. Are you just so his situation is different? Like, I don't know he's if he's got, gonna be in there, so I just why rank him if I don't even know if he's gonna play. Well, we don't know like with his legal situations, yeah. like that stuff can get bad. Yeah. It sounded really bad. I have him at number twenty one. Yeah, I've seen drafts go like certain drafts go where Lashawn McCoy's still there in the third, late third. Yeah, I mean at that point I'm like, dang, maybe I should, maybe I'll take him there. Um, as my RB2, whatever, but I'm worried too. Like, I have him low. The reason I have him that, that low is that I don't really want him on my team. Someone right. else is going to take that chance. Um, so, if, obviously, if he falls to me in the third or fourth, awesome, but I yeah. doubt it. So, yeah, yeah I'm, there's just a lot. There's just a lot there. The team's not good. He's going to run into um, maybe some like legal situations that he might miss games. So, or the yeah. year. Or the year, yeah. So I'm kind of worried about that too. But while we're talking about rookies, you mentioned Carryon Johnson, Darius Geis, yeah. Sony Michelle. The other two big names that people are really hyped on are Royce Freeman and Rashad Penny. Uh-huh. Um, so you have them ranked right outside your top 20, yeah. uh, 21st and 22nd for Freeman and Penny. Yeah. Um, I have them a little lower. So I have Freeman at 25 and then Penny at 27. Um what do you see compared to like some of my guys, or what do you like yeah, about so some of them? Yeah, so when I'm looking at who I have underneath them, mm-hmm. Deion Lewis, Derek Henry, Lamar Miller, Marcin Lynch, Terry Cohen, Tevin Coleman, Rex Burkhead, Isaiah Crowell, like I just I think those guys have more potential sure. than what we've seen. So with Royce Freeman, it is a it is kind of up in the air because they have a few other guys out there. Devonta. Devonte Booker. Yeah. Um, they have uh, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Henderson. Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are other guys that are still getting high praise at camp, mm-hmm. and they think that Royce Freeman could be the you know three down back, but we don't know. So again, I'm just kind of throwing him up there for the upside. Rashad Penny, we're hearing a lot about Chris Carson. Yeah. For but sure. I still don't know 
or always listen to that hype in training camp, um, especially with the Seahawks. It's so annoying. The old, you know, the coach was like all over Eddie Lacy. Then the guy touched <laughs> yeah. the ball four times. So I know Rashad Penny's very talented. Um, so I have him up there for the upside. I'm just liking him more than the guys I have below. Yeah. Ronald Jones, though, I think I have him down too low. I might want to just pop him right underneath Rashad Penny, honestly. They're kind of I, I kind of see them the same. They're kind of all the same yep. to me. They haven't stood out yet, mm-hmm. maybe in training camp or these first few preseason games, uh, or if one of them is named the starter. Royce Freeman is not the starter. They, they said Devontae Booker technically is the starter. Yeah. Now, it doesn't matter really who's starting. Like, if they give Devontae Booker one carry to start the game and he doesn't touch the ball for the rest of the game, yeah. it doesn't matter. Even now they have, uh, for the Tiger Lions, I'm sorry, they have um, Bluntless as a starter. Sure. Then they have Theoretic next. Yeah. And they have Karen Johnson as the backup. Right. So, we, I mean, those also are, what I read was that they're just PR. Like, they just they put it together. The coaches might not even have a say in who's listed as first or second. It's just kind of a, yeah. we'll just put it out. So, again, I'm not taking too much consideration of those yet. As we get closer, as these preseason games start, that's when we'll really start to see, like, yeah, you know, okay. who's, who's going to carry yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, some of the guys that I have before them, uh, we mentioned McCoy. Derrick Henry, he's projected to have a, a – Breakout year, Lamar Miller, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, these are some names. Henry's more of a younger guy, but names that have kind of done it before. Um, whereas these guys are, you know, Freeman and Penny and Ronald Jones are rookies. Just kind of not sure, you know. It's just it's just kind of up in the air their situations, mm-hmm. um, their teams, even like with Seattle and even the Bucks, like. Are, are they going to be good? Are they going to be bad? Royce Freeman I have um, as the top one out of those three just because Denver seems like they're a better team, mm-hmm. uh, better better line and whatnot. So, But it's tough. Like These three, they were all like huge producers in college. Like Royce Freeman in that Oregon offense, just super fast. Rashad Penny led the league in yardage and in, in rushing yards um, at, you know, at San Diego State. Like, the talent is there. It's just like I don't know. Like I'm just, I'm just, I just don't know yet what right. to do with these guys. So right. that's where I'm at there. Um, do you want to talk about any guys towards the bottom of our top forty? I kind of highlighted the Green Bay guys. Yeah, they're in there. It's just hard to read again. I mean, you have Aaron Jones, Tom Montgomery, Jamal Williams. That's cool. how you have them ranked. Yeah, that's how I have them ranked. Yeah. All uh-huh. back to back to back. Um, and you just don't know. See, after you get out of the top like twenty. It's just a toss-up. Like, throw, put, I'll put all their names in a hat and just throw the hat up in the air. <laughs> Whoever you pick up, you can just list yeah, them. Like, sure. it's just it's just crazy down there. Even So, Duke Johnson down there, I have him ranked at 33. And last year, he was the number 11 running back. That's crazy. Like, am I? why am I putting him down that low? I don't know. I don't know. Because I didn't like him more than Christian McCaffrey. Because it's just, like, crazy <laughs> to think that Duke Johnson could do that. And he did. Yeah. And this year, it's going to be different. They've, it is. They've got Carlos Hyde. It might even and, be better. It could, Nick Chubb, but they also, Jarvis Landry is going to take a lot of that slot mm-hmm. um, yeah. role. So I have him low too, but yeah, it, it's true. At, towards the bottom, I don't even have Aaron Jones ranked in my top 40, yeah. but now I'm like, wait, should I? I don't right. know. And then I, so someone I have in there at 41, we just added him in there yeah. for me, was Matt Breida, who should be on everyone's radar, I think. If you have Shanahan, who has Jarek McKinnon now, yeah. and Matt Breida, who also coached. 
Devontae Freeman and Tevin, and Tevin Coleman. That's true. So if Matt Breida is the Tevin Coleman of the 49ers offense, he is definitely worth a pickup. And yeah. Could be your RB2. Could be your flex. Yeah. So I don't know if You'd I have, have him ranked way too low. I don't no, even know if you I, have him ranked in your 40. You, maybe you have him at 41. Yeah, I don't have him in my top 40, but he's definitely – I think he's more than a handcuff. I think you definitely have him. I like, agree. Similar do. to a Tevin Coleman yeah. where you kind of stash him out just in case McKinney gets hurt yeah. or something like that or there's just a tough week where you have a bunch of buys where yeah. you play, you know, something like that. So, no, I'm not – there's no one, like, on the bottom of your top 40 that I'm like, wow, you're crazy or anything like that. The the Green Bay guys, you just kind of had them 35, 36, 37. I kind of had them spread out a little bit of everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it's tough to gauge – I was high on Ty Montgomery a couple weeks ago, then Jamal Williams, and he's he's the one that's on top of all the other ones. But now Aaron Jones is getting some hype. He's explosive, but he's got the suspension, so it's tough. But I'll ask you a question here. Let's take guys from, like, the bottom 10, like from mm-hmm. 30 to 40. If you could pick one guy in that group to kind of vault themselves into, let's say, like the top 12. For me, it would be C.J. Anderson. Really? Honestly, yeah. Whoa. See, I don't he's even a, have a he's a thousand yard runner. He's a good runner and he probably doesn't do well on a lot of touches, but he's been the lead back in every with Denver. He was the guy. But now he's Christian McCaffrey to help clear mm-hmm. up some space. I think him and CJ Anderson could be a great duo Someone at too, yeah. running back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say they're like going to be the Saints and they're both going to have top 10 seasons, but I do like C.J. Anderson a lot. I usually He's the guy that I would always draft and be angry that I drafted him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he did have 1,000 yards last year. And, I mean, he, he when he gets moving and he, he can break tackles and yeah. he's quick and shifty. So he's a guy that I can see being – I mean, besides Duke Johnson, I would say C.J. Anderson is sure. one of the guys I can see popping up. I think it's all about opportunity. So for some of these guys to kind of vault themselves into like a top – or an RB1 um, – you're going to need an injury, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. Um, if I had to choose, I know we just dogged him, but I would say Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way I could see him is one, he's fine. Injury is not that bad, or just being taken precaution. And two, Rex Burkhead, you know, isn't what I'm portraying him out to be. He's Rex Burkhead has also had a lot of issues with injuries. So if Burkhead goes down, that's Sony Michelle's job the whole way. Maybe some James White, but but even that, it's like oh New England, which which running back can you trust this week for New right. England? I would say, but if I had to pick out of my bottom ten from thirty to forty, I'd probably see Sony Michelle, and then Tevin Coleman. Same with Devontae. If he's out for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. Coleman has shown flashes of brilliance as the lead back. Yeah. Out of the backfield. So. Who's somebody in your bottom ten that you um, are kind of like you you want on your team, but you're nervous about drafting? Do you have any of those? Um, y- yes, uh, Marlon Mack. Okay, yeah, Marlon Mack. <laughs> yeah. So the GM came out, and when like when coaches talk, even like you kind of take it with a grain grain of salt. When the GM talks, I'm mm-hmm. just like. Not that they don't know anything, but the coaches are there daily. They're mm-hmm. watching film. The GM is like supposed to run the team. But anyways, Jim Mercer, the GM, came out and said that he could see Marlon Mack easily accrue 1,500 yards okay. this Meanwhile, year. Meanwhile, we're also hearing uh, Jordan Wilkins. Right, and Naeem Hines over. Exactly. like explosive. Yeah. So, so I'm not using that to kind of 
like make my case yeah. but I'm nervous he didn't really do much last year he showed flashes again he seems like he's one of those guys that always wants to make a big play but sometimes when you're a running back sometimes you just need to take the three yards in front of you yeah. and so I think he's kind of still learning he's this is only his second year but I don't like drafting him but in the low 30s, early 40s, in the running backs, if I can get a starter, he's named a starter right now, yeah. but if I can get a starter um, on an offense led by Andrew Luck, I'll take a chance. Is it going to work? Probably not. But <laughs> right. So that's for me. How about you? Uh, yeah, uh, Isaiah Crowell. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yes. I'm kind of curious. Like, sure. What's going to happen here? Uh, probably nothing. Probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, you know, he'll get drafted in week two. He'll get dropped. And one well, he had that one year. He did. He, like, and he's starting to get involved in camp with uh, more catching. Yeah. I mean, you got Bilal Powell there, too, who was pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, and Elijah McGuire, they were talking about, but yep. now he's going to be out for a while. So. Yeah, so maybe Isaiah Crowell. Ugh, I hate drafting him, too, I though. Know, he's the worst. <laughs> There's so many guys. Mark Ingram is there. Like yeah. I, We talked about him in the past. Missing I, four games. I yeah. don't want to draft him, but if he's there... Yeah, later. Know. Why not, right? Yeah. So. All right. So, sure. yeah, those are the top. Those are the rankings for a running back. Um, so, hopefully, you guys got to gauge a little bit. Uh, it's always recommended that you guys make your own rankings as well sure. for draft day. So, you know who you're looking at drafting and you know the order and you don't get flustered during the draft. Exactly. Um, don't I personally don't worry about ADP, average draft position. If there's a guy sitting there and you're like, oh, man, like, I don't want to reach for him, but if you like him more than other guys, take your guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the advice I would give. Obviously, if it's a running back compared to wide receiver, if you have like Derrick Henry sitting there, but you have like I don't know Keenan Allen there, and you're like, right, well, but exactly. I want Henry. <laughs> yeah. no, take freaking so Keenan that's, Allen. That's yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Is people get too like their mindset on certain guys, and they'll do something like that. Yeah. Well, they'll they'll go. After, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, I mean, you, you that was a good example, like Derrick Henry or like maybe one of the rookies, like a Royce Freeman, yeah. and they're still, you know, a top 15 wide receiver. Right, I mean, people go into it. Saying, but yeah. yeah, they'll go into it with like, in this draft today, I want to draft three running backs to. first. Right. Okay, well, then you're going to, what if there's a great wide receiver sitting there? You're going to just pass up on him because you in your mind, need three running backs. Exactly. So make sure you guys have your rankings set, like wide receivers, running backs, quarterbacks, just so you know where everyone's sitting. So you're mm-hmm. not making these dumb decisions. So it is tough. It's fun doing your own rankings. So I'd recommend all you guys kind of yeah, hop on fun. board, make mix some tiers too, or your tier one guys, your tier yes. two. We didn't do that, but yeah, no, definitely something. True. After the first 10, I feel like everyone's just tier two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for sure. It doesn't matter anymore. Awesome. All right. All right, awesome, guys. Thanks a lot. See ya.